Welcome to Next Gen Now with Rudina Cesare, your inside track to technology, innovation, and the startup world. Rudina bridges listeners with the brain trust of the business world, speaking with early adopters and industry leading innovators. Each week, she gives you a backstage pass to the people designing, building, and marketing the companies, products, and services of the future. Now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Next Gen Now with your host, Rudina Cesare. I welcome you, our listeners, to this edition of Next Gen Now. Today on the program, we will talk about the cross-section of technology and music, particularly as it relates to the preferences of the broader consumer base and the millennials, who are often becoming the trendsetters for broader market adoption of new services and experiences. I'm exploring this topic with Johanna Hartzheim, co-founder and chief designer of a young startup called Clicks. Johanna, welcome and thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Rudina. Before we jump into the topic of how music and technology are intersecting in response to consumer preferences, I'd love for you to take just a couple of minutes and tell our audience and our listeners about your background and how you ended up in Boston, from Germany to Boston with a few stops in between. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. So yeah, I'm the designer and co-founder of Click. And basically, I studied design, and it was a program that's very international. So I studied design in Cologne, Paris, and Stockholm. And first, it was more a general study program. So I learned a bit of graphic design, a bit of service design. And while I was in the school in Paris that's more focused on product design, I, I found out for myself that I'm much more interested in the material side and how people interact with products how we shape them, our everyday use of them. So I decided to make another master's in Paris. And that's also where I met Ismail, the CEO of Clique, and where we started the company. And then while we started the company, uh, we decided that we need some help on the product side, how to give everything ready. And we applied for Bolt, which is a startup accelerator and a VC fund. And that's how we came over. So it's interesting because for those of our listeners who don't know Bolt, Bolt is actually an accelerator and incubator around hardware-related companies, a, a space which has become fascinatingly interesting with the IoT movement and sort of the next-gen pervasive connectivity, but also an interesting one from a capital requirements, I should say, point of view, because five years ago, any physical product-type companies were very hard to find, or find and fund, whereas now they are, it's all about um, IoT and, you know, the business of things. So in that context, what is the idea behind clicks? So the idea behind it actually is that the clicks are supposed to be shortcuts to your digital life. So basically we thought that today, like if I come to your place before, I could just go into your house, look at your bookshelf and see what kind of books you read, what kind of music you listen to, what movies you watch. But today that has, has become very complicated because everything is locked behind the screen. You have all your apps to listen to music. You watch your movies over Netflix. So the physical side of the objects has disappeared. And we were lacking this physicality also to share music is very complicated. If I want to like share my favorite songs with you, I have to send you a link and it's not very nice. So it's hard to gift music. And that's when we thought there's a lack between the physical and the digital. And that's why we made Clique. And Clique, it's small wooden hexagons and each one of them can be linked to a playlist or to a podcast like this one. 
or to a movie show or something like that. So you have these small wooden hexagons and they're customizable. So if you say, okay, I want my party playlist on this one, you can upload a picture of, of it and then we're going to print it on the wooden hexagon. And the player, it's a wireless small wooden player. And as soon as you put the hexagon on it, it will start streaming your music or the latest show of your podcast. And that's how it works. So let me make sure I understand. So it's a wooden hexagon is the form factor. And I'm curious, exactly. as, to, and I'm curious as to why you chose wood, but I'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. And then, but embedded in it, it has what? Connectivity and soft. How does it connect? Does it have a Bluetooth? So tell me a bit more about the technology in it. Okay. So basically, in each click, there's an RFID chip. So that's how we're going to detect which, if it's a playlist or a podcast. And the player will read the click and the player will then, there's a small little adapter and that adapter, you're going to plug it either into, into your TV or into your hi-fi system. And that's the actual computer. Both of them, the player and the adapter communicate through Bluetooth. Okay. And then in the player, there's Wi-Fi and that's how the music is going to be streamed. So and so what is special besides the form? Well, first of all, why would and why a separate form factor from my iPhone and what I'm streaming on it, whether it's through Pandora, Spotify mm-hmm. or iTunes or Webmaster Radio <laughs> FM, for example? Exactly. So basically, yeah, the design of the object for me, it was very important that it has a warm feeling and that it doesn't feel like another tech object because that's really what we want. We want it you can hang the player on your wall or put it somewhere in your living room, but it, it doesn't have any cables, so already the annoying cables are gone. And wood, really, because it's a warm material, and like I don't think there are much tech objects out there that are out of wood. So that was kind of why this material, so it integrates smoothly into your home environment. And is it yeah. pulling the data from the cloud and then uh, using the Bluetooth uh, to use whichever device to play it? Or is the data or my playlist stored in the Click Hexagon? No, there's nothing stored. It's really just through Wi-Fi. It's going to search for the content through Wi-Fi and just going to stream it. That's okay. the good thing. You can have an endless amount of content on your Click. It can be a playlist with, I don't know, 200, 300 songs, whatever. It's endless because we're just streaming it. That's the good thing about it. And what happens if I don't have connectivity? Would there be a backup storage to it? Or for the time being, you're not envisioning having any local storage on clicks? No, we don't want any local storage. It's really uh, streaming. That's how it works. That's yeah. interesting. So how there's always a story or, you know, how did the uh, behind every startup? And I always mm-hmm. love to learn, how did you guys come up with the idea of clicks? You wake up one morning and say, I want a wooden hexagon. That's how <laughs> music is going to stream. Exactly. <laughs> so how, how did you come up with your idea? So basically it was Ismail who had the idea. He's the CEO of Click. And he was writing his PhD in computer sciences. So all day long, he spent behind his screen writing his thesis and like being very heavily behind the computer. And when he came home, he would just want to cook and to listen to a nice music while doing so. But today, if you want to listen to music, you have to open up your computer again, open the app, scroll through the playlist until you find your music. And while you're doing that, probably some Facebook notification is popping up or some other notification. So you get stuck behind the screen again. And he was really tired of the screens. He just wanted 
like before, when you just pop the CD on your player and it plays instantly, this kind of simplicity was lacking for him. So that's kind of how he had the idea. And then pretty soon he realized that design is a very important aspect of the object because you really have to relate to the object. And it's really something or like for music lovers, what they love about the music is the art cover of, of the album before or that you have a physical object in your hand. So he realized the importance of the physicality. And he came to the open days of my design school. And I, in the meantime, I was working on a, it was a connected game for, a, for the Museum Cabrandi in Paris. And it was kind of trying to do something similar. It was a, like a small wooden object, but with an NFC tag behind it to get another level of information. So, yeah, we started working together and thought that, yeah, let's make a company out of this. So we were looking to, for someone who has the technical background. And then he was introduced to a mutual friend who was working on something similar, Pia, who was our third co-founder, and that's how we all got together. <laughs> Lovely. Um, very quickly, before we need to go on a break, is, yes. does Clicks do anything around improving music quality in terms of sound? And the reason I asked the question, so one of my um, partners at Glasswing Ventures, Rick Grinnell, is, is a musician and a big music fan. And mm-hmm. one of the things that he's always lamenting about as a, as a musician is how, you, we've, you know, having transitioned into the digital world, one of the things that we have certainly taken a hit on is the quality of the sound and of the music. Because, you know, when it comes from digital, as a good old days. Does Click try to do anything to improve that or you're purely just streaming? for now? Well, for now, we have this adapter that you can plug into your own hi-fi system because we figured that many people actually have already a pretty nice hi-fi system in their home or they want to use their TV so they can also have some visual feedback when they're listening to music. But we're thinking or we have had some feedback on this that people would like to to get a speaker with it or an integrated speaker. But since we're not experts on speakers, we're afraid or we don't want to deliver like bad quality. That's why we're thinking of partnering up with some speaker producers actually for the next round of production. So Got it's it. in thought, but not for now or not, not in the first it. round. Exactly. Got it. Well, we need to take a break, but when we come back, I will continue my conversation with Johanna around clicks as well as her experience as a young entrepreneur now based out of Boston. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Next Gen Now will return, staying ahead of the technology curve, after a word from our sponsors. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? I'm David Ogletree, president of WME Training. Did you know that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average? At WME Training, we can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. 
Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. We're back with more Next Gen Now, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Rudina Ciceri. Welcome back to Next Gen Now. I am Rudina Ciceri, and I'm joined by Johanna Hartzheim, a co-founder of a young startup, called clicks and we've been talking about clicks as a new form factor made out of wood and filling in that gap of the physical experience of streaming music so Johanna I'm going to ask you a loaded question if uh, you know, today's generation, particularly the millennials, they said um, in the opening of this particular episode, who are so digital savvy and probably mm-hmm. no long, not just digital savvy, but a lot of them, the millennials and perhaps even Generation Z, mobile natives and digital natives. How do you think that mindset coincides with the idea of almost reversing it from all being digital, digital and untouchable to now having a physical device in the home, one more item in the home that is streaming music? Do you think, are you going after the millennials or help me think a little bit about your audience? Okay, so our main clients are people between 25 and 35 maybe. We also have some millennials and a bit older, but it's really these people in our age that are lacking the simplicity of just coming home, putting a record on the player and having their music instantly. And also the collection. Before, people had big record collections, libraries full of books, and that's kind of disappearing. But people still really like the physical object and also the sharing of them, of their taste. Because today, if I want to share a song to, with you, it's very complicated. Giving music, especially on Christmas or any holidays, it's hard to do that. So that's why we made Click. Got it. So let's shift gears a little bit around your experience as an entrepreneur. You know, it's uh, I try to have a blend. When I have startups on this show, I try to have a blend of more experienced entrepreneurs and younger entrepreneurs. And, and it's fascinating to me personally, not just as a VC, but as someone who's passionate about tech and, and startups and entrepreneurship, to see the mindset and differences and sort of what you've learned from your experience. So what has been your progress to date with the company? Let's start with that. Let's sort of, you, you had the idea in Paris. Bolt became a home for you to mm-hmm. take that idea between the three found or amongst the three founders and start turning in, into reality. What can you comfortably share with me and the listeners around the progress to date? How, how old is the company now and what have you achieved so far? Okay, so the company, I think since the day we started, it's about two and a half years. Okay. And for me, and today we're actually starting shipping right now. So we did a crowdfunding campaign about a year ago, and now we're at a point that we're going to start to ship out the first units, which is super exciting for us. What is the pri- uh, price point on those? 
The price point for now, it's $2.99 for a starter kit. And the starter kit includes the player, the adapter you plug into your hi-fi system, and six clicks. Okay. And six clicks would be six hexagons? Exactly, yes. <laughs> and by the way, are people using those for decorative purposes? Let the you know gentler side of me or whatever <laughs> of design come up. Is it, do they also have some sort of decorative function, if you will? Yes, the household? exactly. Okay. So basically, all the clicks, they're magnetic, so either you can pile them up or you can stack them on the wall. On the wall. We developed, it's called the hive, it's like a metal shape that you can put, it's like a honeycomb shape, yeah. and that's metallic, so you can just click the, the clicks on them. <laughs> that's, by the way, the name click, it comes from because you just click it and it starts playing. And since you can customize the cover, you can put any kind of artwork you like on it, so it can be your own picture or we suggest one if you log in in the beginning with your Spotify account, they will suggest pictures, but you can be free to put whatever artwork you want. So, like, it's a very beautiful object in your house, and if some guests of yours is coming, they can just, like, take one of it and have a look at what kind of music you listen to. And by the way, um, the website is click.me, and I love, um, as I was preparing for this discussion, I loved seeing the ones that you had turned into art, into wall decor. But anyway, exactly. so, <laughs> Thank you. so back, to, back to the topic. So you're shipping your yes. first set of units. Um, how many units is that? What was your crowdfunding campaign? What did you pre-sell? Well, we pre-sold 350 packs, and now in our first batch, we made 500. So we're going to, the 150 that we have left after sending out to our backers will go out pretty quickly, but we're already preparing the backload. So you can sign up on our website, and you'll be in the second batch, which we're starting to produce now, actually. And when do you expect to ship that? In early spring. Okay. So... During these last two and a half years, um, you've taken an interesting journey from someone who wanted to go from design into becoming a tech entrepreneur in a foreign yes. country <laughs> and all that. What has surprised you the most about your experience of launching a startup and what has surprised you the least? What surprised me the most, I think, is that you touch all these kind of different segments. Like, I'm not only a designer now, I'm a shipping expert, a packaging <laughs> expert, I'm assembling cliques, I'm talking to investors, I'm like doing all these kind of different things that I, I never thought I'd do <laughs> as a designer, which is awesome. Or I'm really looking into several different jobs at the same time and you become really multitasking or yeah, because you have to in such since we're only three, we're still only three. Basically, all three of us do everything. So I learned a lot about the technical part. I learned a lot about the business part. And of course, I did the design and the production. And coming out of a design school, or for me, the, the nicest and re most rewarding thing was to take a project all the way through until the end, not only to design it, but to actually produce it and see, to deal all with all the problems of production and to ship it out to the people and to see how users are interacting with it. So and that's been... It. And I suspect, yeah, and I suspect as you grow, you will eventually all gravitate toward your original roles or whatever you do best. Yes, yes. Yeah. It, it's a typical story of a jack of all trades <laughs> because of li um, limited resources, resource constraint. Exactly. What has surprised you the least? 
What has surprised me the least? I think <laughs> in the beginning, are you the dates that you're always late with everything? You always think like, oh yeah, this it's going to take us two weeks, and then it actually takes much longer. And yeah, that's kind of I was sort of suspecting that this is going to happen. But you make all these nice like timelines, and when you think you're going to be ready, and you tell the like on the campaign that we're going to deliver in three months, but obviously it takes much longer. So like dealing with time problems that. There's good and bad news in that the uh, Indiegogo and Kickstarter campaigns have had a mixed reputation as platforms for yeah. what gets committed, although the commitment is relatively soft. But mm -hmm. it's been interesting to watch, you know, some companies have made commitments and pre-sold and never delivered. Most of them are delayed. So the consumers, if you will, have gotten, um, I suspect, a taste of what it's like to be perhaps on the investing or on the board side of a or in the, on the building side of a mm -hmm. um, startup in that there are lots of twists and turns and, you know, as much as and as hard as founders work to hit mm -hmm. deadlines, they don't always materialize. No, so, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let me continue with this um, line of questioning for another, a couple more questions, if you will. Yes, please. What is it that you love about the startup environment and what is it that you find a drag? <laughs> I think I love about it that you have so much interesting people around you. For example, here in Bolt, at the moment, I think we're five startups and each one of us is very, very different what we do or the product we're making, but still we all have the same problems. We're all dealing with the same issues and that's so good to be able to talk to others about the same kind of things you're struggling about. So that's really what I like in the community. Everyone is very helpful and willing to share their secrets and their, yeah, everything they learned with each other. So that's really what I like about it. What do you find a drag? I don't really know. It's always pretty hectic and you feel the stress because all of us, it's a very fragile kind of system. We all depend on investments and that the product works. And when you see others fail and have difficulties, it's, yeah, it's a stressful environment also. And everyone's working very hard. So sometimes the nerves are not in the best position, but yeah, all in all, it's great. <laughs> so let me put words in your mouth and do what, so what I'm not supposed to be doing. So the, high, the highs are high and the lows are low. Welcome to yeah. entrepreneurship <laughs> land. Yep. Exactly. Okay. okay, well, with that, I think um, it's time for another break. But when we come back, I will proceed with a couple of concluding thoughts and questions. Next Gen Now will return, staying ahead of the technology curve, after a word from our sponsors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. 
As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. We're back with more Next Gen Now, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Rudina Ciceri. Welcome back to Next Gen Now. I'm Rudina Ciceri, and I've been talking to Johanna Hartzheim, co-founder and chief designer of Click, a physical product that helps consumers listen to music in their homes through a new dedicated device. With Click the company, Johanna and I have been having an interesting conversation around her experience as a young entrepreneur. And I think we left the last segment with the highs are high and the lows are low, <laughs> right, Johanna? Exactly. So, you know, there's always a new batch of startups that emerge, whether they're coming as a group at Bolt or in the broader ecosystem, both in Boston, New York, as well as the Valley. If someone asked you for three pieces of advice on launching a startup, especially as someone who is relocating from Europe or internationally into the U.S., what would the three, whether it's from in the context of don't make the mistakes I made, <laughs> or here are the three great things that I did up front and, you know, they helped me a ton, what would those words of wisdom be from your perspective? Okay, that's a hard one. <laughs> well, one of them is really, or we were talking about this uh, in my little team yesterday, that you really have to be dedicated to what you're doing. You really have to love what you're doing, put all your heart into it. Otherwise, I think it's not worth it or you won't make it because it's a very tough life and you really have to love what you're doing. So that's the first. <laughs> Second, yeah, listen to listen to advice people give you, but like be still be true to what your own thoughts are and because you're going to have a lot of input from plenty of people around you plenty of people that think they have good advice to you but in the end it's you that know your product best and yeah listen to your heart kind of so that's one third one what else i don't know <laughs> i think of a third one Oftentimes, which is what it takes, I think, as as we've seen, you know, from the investment side, and watch you guys and partake and join you in the journey through our investments and board seats. But the perpetual optimism, even even mm. when there isn't any, even when there's exactly. time to quits. But hey, that's that's what it takes. So, Johanna, I'm going to do something unusual here. I am actually going to um, switch gears and give you, the entrepreneur, the opportunity to ask me a question. And I'm, I'm switching gears both in terms of your interactions with VCs and um, angel and seed investors, if you will, during the course of business as well as on this radio show where <laughs> I'm always asking the question. Because I think it, it's only fair that a startup get the opportunity to ask a question that they 
normally may not get a chance to do so. And I don't know what your question will be, so uh, let's just see how it goes. <laughs> but if there was one question you could ask an investor, what would that be? Well, that's an awesome opportunity, first of all. Thanks. <laughs> so I think I would like to know, because we go through all of this process, we pitch to plenty of investors, and what for you is kind of the must-have of a company you're looking for? What makes the click that you think, okay, I want to invest into this company? So there, there's a lot, to get to a yes, there are a lot of criteria that, criteria not in a stated way, but a lot of aspects that a company must have. And it's a long investment process. So let me answer mm -hmm. the question slightly differently, which is if there was a critical must have mm -hmm. without which I would never make an investment in a company is the ability of the team to execute. So it's the founding team and the team itself and what are they made of, if you will. And the mm -hmm. reason I say that is because there are many groups, many startups, many founders who have amazing ideas, but they remain ideas for as long as the execution ability is not there. There are other founders who are so good at executing at pursuing their ideas and transforming them into big businesses. And mm -hmm. even if they start with a smaller market opportunity on a relative basis, the ability to expand the market or to transform their idea into something that applies to a broader market, to build, to execute, their agility of execution is critical. So back founders that are execution-minded and ruthlessly slow is probably the one critical factor without which I would never make an investment. How's that for a candid answer? That sounds great. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and with that, I'd like to thank you, Johanna, for joining us today on this segment of NextGen Now. Thanks for having me. I thank you, our listeners, for partaking in this edition of NextGen Now. New episodes of NextGen Now air every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. If there is a topic you'd like for me to cover, please tweet me at rudina11, that is R-U-D-I-N-A, and the numbers 1 and 1. I am Rudina Ciceri, and I look forward to speaking with you next time right here on NextGen Now. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business -business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.